Just to let y'all know, they re-recorded this, so check out the new version. <laughs> Niggas gotta stop doing that shit. But I get it. Get your money. You know who I be. Cause making chances make this love feel relevant. What's a what's a group or what's an artist that every time they come on you gotta start singing? For sure, every time. Erica. I'm gonna go with Chris Brown. I'm gonna go with Maxwell. Maxwell, oh yeah, Maxwell. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Now, I don't condone some of the reasons why he's saying that y'all should get married, but... You are the wild girl, I must confess. Good looking Jagged Edge. That was Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge. That was the remix featuring Rev Run. Um, reason why we started with that song was we just came from a wedding last night. And it was amazing. It was a great wedding. Um, before we get into it, I want to ask y'all, because this was one of... No, no, all right. I'll ask y'all. Let's do... Um, what's your uh, NRG of the week? Uh, my NRG of the week is actually pretty simple. My thought of the week is, I just love my folks. I love all you niggas. I love my motherfucking niggas. Everybody that I fuck with, if I fucks with you, I really fuck with you. Um, whether I met you through my husband, through my sisters, anybody that I know, I, I love all my niggas. I fucks with y'all. All my niggas and all my bitches. All my bitches and all my niggas. Yeah. Um, my energy of the week is invest. I'm sitting here with, uh, what is it, FOMO? They call that shit. Yeah, and there's so many plays I could have made that I was second guessing and everything. But invest, invest in your future, invest in your health. Um, I'm speaking specifically uh, about money right now, but honestly, invest in everything. Invest in your health, your wealth, yourself, yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for real, because at this point in life, we need, we all need passive income. We need money just coming in when we sleeping. I'm trying to wake up and shit, money's just flowing. So invest, man. Invest, start studying or uh, whatever. Don't study. Just in, uh, buy some stock. Shit, fuck it. Let the motherfuckers sit. See what they do. But only thing I can tell you, only advice I can give you, and I don't know shit about shit, is only invest what you can afford to lose. All right. Um, what's your golden couch? Uh, my golden couch is, so that's my motivation. I have... Um, First off, we didn't even say who we're sitting here with, and that oh, is... Oh, shit. Uh, Erica's back, y'all. Arika! <laughs> I'm back! 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 I'm always motivated by my sister. Um, she comes out here. She always gets it done. Um, she is a professional basketball player. She plays overseas. Um, looking to get back into the WNBA out here. And I'll it's cross pretty her much, shit up. Pretty much no, exactly. I'll cross her shit up. <laughs> she pretty much takes no time off and always working on herself, on her craft. And um, that shit is admirable. When I have days when I don't feel like working out, I'll be like... This bitch can't beat me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, I, I love it. Um, I love to see it. It's really, um, it's my inspo. Yeah, no, it's like a, you get a little burst of energy when she comes back. Uh-huh. It's good. And, uh, also, the wedding yesterday. Love in the air. It's always beautiful. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about that. But that's my motivation. Right. Okay. That's what I was saying. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to shut my shit down. Nigga, hey, you got too many motivations. Love in the air is such a beautiful thing. I feel like everybody feels it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Can I finish my motivation? Hold on, no, no, no. Let me stop you right there. 
Y'all know what the fuck it is. It's not Relationship Goals Podcast. (laughs) This is episode 74. It's a 75, baby. The last one was 74. Can't y'all tell? We don't know shit. (laughs) This is 74. From what my notes say. (laughs) This is 74. I believe this is 75. She's saying 75. I'm saying 74. Um, Oh, no, it's 74. Exactly. Like I I said. You you now have my permission to say 74. Now, I just want to let y'all know. If y'all fucking with Chillin' Dylan, you must be in your feelings. Because they about to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad. Let's you thought on. about that. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. We got Chef K in the building. And um, we got Era, Erica. Española Erica is Erica. in the building. Uh, my golden couch of the week. I'm going to throw it back to my, my guy, uh, my guy Yeezy. Okay. He just did some shit that I thought was really dope. Like, he forced Balenciaga to make a t-shirt for DMX and sell it and pro- all the proceeds go to his family. He forced them to do it? He told them, make a t-shirt. And they think about it like this. This nigga has his own clothing line. Why he could have just it? did it. Because Balenciaga is actually a bigger brand. Uh, so it's like, you went... They both could have did it. it I mean, it's like a collaboration, kind of. I know he didn't go to Virgil. <laughs> 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 the world will never know. Virgil got the on my wrist going nuts. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Yay Man. I thought that was I just thought that was dope that he put pressure on another like big brand to do something for somebody that they probably never, you know, would have thought to do something. You know what like. I like about it is that he is making white dollars count. Yeah, that's <laughs> And then all the proceeds go to family. That was dope. And then um just uh I saw like some of the funeral and it was really inspiring. Like it was like just seeing everybody come together. Huh? For DMX. It was okay. What do you mean? Go ahead. I saw some. It was on. No, I know what you're about to say. I've never heard people um describe a funeral as describing, but I mean as um Inspiring. inspiring. No, it was inspiring in the fact that like just seeing everybody came out for how they came out for them. Like it was everybody, like people of all colors, genders. It was just you know people showing up. So that's always inspiring. Um, I don't know what you're talking about this funeral stuff, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that was it. Um, so let's get into it since we. We were talking about a wedding. We started with the sh- uh, Wait, thing. Wait, what do you want to do? You want to? Oh yeah, you got a, you got a, you got an energy of the week or a golden couch. Or a golden couch. I'm a guest, so y'all, y'all handle that. So part. you can have one now. <laughs> yeah, what's your motivation? So you have motivation. Are you motivated by anything? What happened this yeah. week? What happened this week that motivated you? Something happened today that mo- that should motivate you. Yeah, I, I want to say what I want to say, but I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a but, good. Nah, I'm motivated by y'all, you know, coming back to my family and just seeing how y'all, you know, keep on moving forward. Coming back to this craziness. And um, building, you know. A good thing we didn't put you out this time. Coming back to all. I would never. (laughs) Coming back to all our fights. (laughs) The love, the fights, all of it. The real shit, the real. Constant. <laughs> She's like, I'm tired of these niggas. Erin instigated one fucking. She instigated that one, okay? Yeah, you just need to open the door. <laughs> you definitely. You hear them keys jingling, nigga? Jump your ass up. Open, open the, the fucking door. door. L- listen, I, it's a polos. I just don't feel like if a man is coming to the door, I just have to run to open it. That's something that men do for women. Oh I don't know why you want to feel like a woman. All right. All right. <laughs> so this is what I this is what I want to ask y'all because we uh well me and Kay went to a wedding yesterday um and my question to y'all Erica be you're good. being um I don't want to tell people your relationship status because that's your business she said it before on here but, she's um, in a relationship long distance I have questions about it as well yeah but then you don't it's <laughs> <laughs> ready to get into yeah. it huh? it's been okay, a year right and we're married so my it's question. This is my question to both of you guys. So, because she's in a relationship, you're married. What does a, like, when you go to a wedding, does it do anything for you as a married woman or First as a off, woman? First off, let me say, I've never been to a wedding. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. my God. Like, I've been to y'all, but I've never been to, like, a. Uh, like a real wedding. A real wedding. Yeah, we definitely didn't have a real wedding. We didn't have a real I'm wedding. Almost <laughs> y'all did? No, we didn't have a, the traditional like, wedding. Yeah. How, sure, do you, so. how do you know that I wanted you to be putting it out there like that? We went to the courthouse and they was beautiful. <laughs> Everybody knows who? First of all, you stood up there by me. How dare I you did. say you? <laughs> <laughs> he stood by my side as a witness. 
dare you say that you didn't go to a real wedding? Okay, besides the fact it wasn't a real wedding, like, did you, did it make you feel any type of way? Like, did you take anything away from it? Like, what was your thoughts on it? Like, which are, what's your thoughts on marriage? So we can go there. Uh, Do you believe in it? Hell yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be married. So, But being at y'all wedding, I just felt like it just gave me hope, honestly. Yeah. I feel like weddings, when you go in, like, you're not in a relationship or, like, my mom wasn't married to my dad. So yeah. just seeing y'all getting married, it really just gave me hope and inspired me, like, Shit, I I deserve to to do this too. You, you know, deserve feel happiness this way about too, yeah. somebody too. So you deserve to get married and then get divorced in three years. Come on. Oh, oh is that what happened? <laughs> this is happening to y'all because that's what I'm going off of. Well, it's been it'll be six this year, so we've doubled this shit. <laughs> Everybody deserves that. We've we clawed through these last three. <laughs> what about you, Kay? Does it do anything for you, like as an already married woman? Of like course, I'm a person who, like, really, like, genuinely, when I say this, people should take it to heart. I operate like literally on peace and love. It's like my being. So I love being around, like, love in the air. Like I said, like you can just tell how it kind of just permeates through everything. Everyone has a good time, unless you a hater, bitch, and then you're not happy. But do you think people have good times at wedding? Cause it's like uh, open free bar? drink, free food, <laughs> yeah, party yeah, on somebody else's dime. So yeah, everybody's happy in this motherfucker. I think that's a piece of it, but people are just like, even at the ceremony, people are happy. Yeah. People like they, I mean, it's yeah, the, the are whole thing. Money, like you stand yeah, when the bride yeah. comes in, like it. You just, it, I think you kind of you hear vows exchange or whatever, and you kind of feel like. Like you can understand their love or like a piece of it and you just get a glimpse into it and it's so beautiful so i think yeah i love weddings i think they're dope i'm waiting for uh, my second proposal yeah what my second proposal business proposal for my second wedding. Well, yeah. business negro <laughs> you better get your knee pads ready <laughs> yeah well, just make sure you don't fuck this one up that's all i said <laughs> if you let them shit <laughs> Oh, be more secretive um, about your shit. It should, I should know what's happening. <laughs> but now for me, like, um, seeing, like, going to the wedding, no, I feel kind of similar to that. Like, just seeing, I always look at the men. Like, when I go to weddings, I'm always, like, more looking I at I love them. it when the man cries. At like, the he was crying, for he sure. Cried. Like, I he love cried. it. He cried. And it was sad, too, because, like, I mean, I didn't say his name or anything, but I don't want to put people's business out there. But, like, his mother had passed away, like, when he was... I believe in junior high school, yeah. so you know he didn't get to meet his his wife, and he was saying that no, like he you know her. I mean she you said he she, didn't man, we know we know what I'm saying <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and he was just saying he was just saying like how much his mom would have loved her and everything and I'm like that shit just fucked me up because it's like damn like I'm fortunate enough just to still have my mom mm-hmm. and like my wife and they have a great relationship so mm-hmm. it's like just hearing that was like that shit kind of fucked me up like. But I know, like, for them, it probably built a bigger bond because he was saying, like, he sees so much of his mother in, in his her. Yeah. So, that's, that's a good a thing, too. Thing to yeah. yeah, no, it was nice. Like, it was really nice. Like, the whole wedding reception was nice. Uh, shout was out to them. It was yeah, beautiful. it was beautiful. Really, she really was, nice. she was, like, beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to he the beautiful was bride. Um, it was great. I yeah. had a question. It was an all right, black. Yeah. What? But, so, Dylan, when you, like, when you're looking for your woman, do you think that... You're looking for a woman like your mom, or do you think it just happens that she is? I think it happens that you. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm gonna say for myself, I was never looking for anything. He didn't. Honestly, he didn't know it, but he was. Like I wasn't looking for marriage. I wasn't looking for a relationship. Shit just happened. Mm. That's not what she asked you. She just said what was like. I feel like. Well, what's the question? Am I? I don't know. Did you, did you say wife in there? You, you saying like was I looking? I think once I did, I like once we started innate. getting into like a relationship, then yeah, I was like trying to see like what qualities like that she has, and and it's uh, crazy because she has a lot of the same qualities as mm-hmm. my mom. So I think you do, you but you probably don't think about it. Yeah, it it's just an innate thing. Yeah. I kind of look for it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But all case, so then it leads back to the question of too like. What about for, like, a lot of women? Like, like there are a lot of women who don't have, like, a male figure that they can base off of. So, it's like, These how do women, streets. like, how do women, like, get through that? Like, how do they figure that out? Well, like, there are a lot of women who also like, what's have the? I mean, figures. of course, yeah, you might, you know, you, you got your grandfather. Right. 
like but it's some women that don't, that have, don't have nothing so it's like how do you even like what do you even know to look for like what are you looking you for you don't know you don't even know yeah i don't know what to say for them you don't know um, you don't know what to look for honestly do you I think mean, like is that why a lot of women it. like maybe go through and for i'm certain, not in there no way no, i'm no, shaming any certain, women no, like certain, calling women, them um, or just like I've, being I, in a I've lot of different relationships for certain for certain young women with examples first off will get drugged by niggas i feel like all every woman has been drugged by a nigga oh, at yeah. some point you in her got life. to at least whether once. you have a good example or not you know what i'm saying it's just something that happens it happens for men too you know what i'm saying it's not gonna break your heart so just because you have an example i don't think it makes it like you're not gonna go through easier, things yeah. but i think it does give you a so point of reference because the thing is I think you don't start developing those kind of like looking for those things until you get older. And so it means more to you as you get older. But um, if you don't really know what you're looking for, you kind of just going off you of a basis. As I said, it's hard for women, but all these fucking, these, ro- these rom-coms, all these romantic movies, they really, if you don't have another example outside of that, it really gives you that a very you jaded up. view of what love yeah. is and how it should be. We gotta, I wait go for nigga we gotta live up to that to shit. Me, exactly. Yeah, and tell me how he loves me. Yeah. I'm looking for my first time I have sex for a nigga to be like, that was so amazing being inside of you. I love you. And then I want him to hold me. And when I wake up, I wouldn't be stroking my hair. That's what movies have taught me. You know what I'm saying? It's never like that. Yeah. Um, I think, but even for guys too, it's like, I'm not going to say it's harder, but I think like most guys usually end up getting their heart broken at an early age. And from then on, they just jaded for maybe life or for like years to come. And I don't mean to talk down, but don't you think that kind of... Do you think that makes you like a weaker sex that something happens? And I'm not trying to make it a competition. What do you mean weaker sex? That like if that something, we can't even deal with it. Yeah, that you can't move it. on. I, if that's what you want to call it. No, I'm just shit. saying. Like I always say, like it's a black man's trauma. It's not able to deal with. Yeah, it. but it's but you got to think too. Like, we've never we've never been taught to process our emotions. Yeah, but our, you were 12. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you're 32, move the fuck on. Like I don't even think that you need to be taught to process emotions to learn at some point to just move the fuck. On. Yeah, but All I don't think it's. I don't think it's. From, why is this twelve-year-old, fifteen-year-old heartbreak just is it's it? That shit stays with you for a long time. It's like like I mean, women, like, see women, y'all might like y'all could get like not all of y'all, but some some of y'all can get cheated on, and get through it. Men mm-hmm. like like for one, I, I always think like it's a, the reason why a lot of men can't get through it is because like they we've never been taught how to process for like, sure. that shit. For sure. And deal with it. So you it's think like, women are taught how to process cheating? Women are taught how to know. process No, cheating. not process yeah, it, but, I, I but y'all, sure y'all taught how to process y'all emotions and feelings like in a way that men aren't. Yeah, but, but, but it's it's not, a, it's women, there are women that's, who can't get past cheating. There are some women who will be in a relationship with you and they can never let it go. So it's not like you learn how to process that kind of shit. It's different. Just because I learned how to process I'm emotions saying, doesn't mean I can process abandonment. Yeah, you know but like, still, but, but you got tools that... You niggas, you're, you're got, more, you niggas got excuses for why <laughs> you can't move the fuck You're more well-equipped. You're more well I mean. equipped. This you're sounds more, like a, this is a, an excuse from the weaker sex. You're this more, is what I'm saying. Right? Okay. <laughs> why can't you move on? You're, you guys are more well-equipped to deal with well, those it's like, it's like you niggas have whole kids. You have a daughter that you're also trying to lead, and you can't move on from heartbreak. Get the fuck out of here. No. Like, just move on. Move on. And I would tell her, never sick. break a young man's heart. What? You're gonna be honest with this young man. Yeah, I'm sure that young man that got his heart broke, broke a lot of hearts before he did it. No. Exactly. Before it happened I get, Most guys are natural-born lovers. Until they get their heart broken. You talking about fifth grade? I'm telling y'all, y'all don't understand. Every nigga that, if y'all did fuck with a nigga and he did y'all dirty, that nigga definitely had his heart broken when he was younger, for sure. But let's let's talk about heartbreak. What's a heartbreak? I just told y'all. When you're young. When you are. I told y'all what happened to me. Y'all want to hear the story again? Bruh, because she was kissing on somebody else? Right in front of me. And that's a heartbreak. Like, that, t- like, that's nigga, that was my girlfriend. No, obviously, she wasn't. Okay, first of all, let's drop that label. Well, I like, it was. That was his girlfriend. <laughs> well, exactly. He went to bar her for a day. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I, had to get over, I, had to get, I had to get over that shit. Hell yeah. Everybody knew but you. It's not funny. But, <laughs> but, but I knew, like, going forward... It it did cause me to not like want to get into situations. It was like, like no, I'm just going. To, How old were you again? That's what I was just about to say. Uh, at that point, I was in junior high school. I was probably like 13. <laughs> exactly. 
nigga. I said at an early age, that shit sticks with you for a long time. This is crazy. Y'all say it's crazy, but it's the truth. I guarantee you. If it sticks with you for so long and you felt that way, then why would you do other women like that? If you know how it feels to have your heart broken, then why would you break hearts? Because now you don't trust any women. So you, but you can do that. It's not a revenge. You're just doing you. No, you're no, you're doing. But you're doing exactly what happened to you that you didn't like. No, I didn't kiss anybody in front of anybody else. <laughs> but you broke somebody's heart. I'm pretty sure that's I broke a lot of hearts. Yeah. That's what we're talking about right now. Breaking the heart. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically got to kiss him here. You broke somebody yeah, else's yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, nigga, I didn't do that. <laughs> this nigga still hurt. <laughs> Listen, we got a... What's her name? What's her name? Does she still live out here? What's her name? She does. I actually, um, I think I got her on social media. Better find out where she at. We're going to pull up and on her, her and we're going to kiss in front of her. And hopefully that breaks the curse. You can let this <laughs> shit go. We can't just say that. name is. Someone is Jay. Jerita. You know damn well you ain't forgot. No, no, I definitely. You know her first, middle, and I know last her name, but I can't like think of it right now. Um, But yeah. So that happened. That's a guy. So. But now nah, y'all gotta so go easy. When Drake say that shit, that's what he talking about. When he's, he's like, a grown man, take it easy on me. He's a that's grown he's man. About. He's a grown man who's because he like know me. how y'all women be. Yeah, take no, it easy but, on me. Excuse me. When we're twelve, we're not women. What is going on? So, yep. All right. Um. What else? Uh, all right. I got one more can for we, y'all. What's, what you got? What you got? This long distance stuff, or did you want to wait, wait on that? Uh, we can go. Um, now, listen. Now, we actually have somebody on here who's really, in reality, in a long distance doing relationship. So, we're not just talking about it. Woo! 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 For woo. at least a year, she's been doing it. Right. And, um, but like, what do you think are the low points of being in a long distance relationship? Like, what's the hard shit? Besides not seeing each other. Obviously. You can take that, too. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, because... Um, when you don't eat, like, just communicating, not seeing each other. You got to talk on FaceTime all the time. That shit ain't fun. It's boring. And you don't have shit to talk about half the time. So we talk, we talk every day on FaceTime. So my thing is, if he was here, you would have more to talk about? Huh? If he was here with you in person, (laughs) you would have more to talk about? Yeah. Wouldn't it be the same? I see you every day. No, it's different because, like, say we sit here in person and something happened, we could laugh about it or we can do that make jokes. Or, no, we're not doing the same shit. Yeah, so like, you can't, yeah, we can't it, be on the same page with jokes and That's just true. laughing. It's just like, how was your day? How is you asking the same questions every day, damn near? So the the time apart, and then I would also say, um, well, for me, it's also harder because of our our hours. You know, oh yeah, time difference. A nine-hour difference, so we have a certain window where it's like I gotta talk to you within this time, and then shit, you you sleep half of my day, I sleep half of your day. So, do you yeah, that's think crazy. this is a long-term situation? Like you're gonna, you guys are in it for the long haul. Yeah, I think so. Um, and because if I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing this. This 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 long distance. It's too much. This yeah. nine hour. Yeah, you guys literally spend like you're in the same country or same region for four months out of the twelve of a year, right? We're and in the same country. In the uh, in same region. Opposite. Same region. No, four months from when that you we're in the same. Spain. Yes. Yeah, I'm in Spain for yeah, longer for four than four months. months, like eight months. I thought it was April to August. No, it's like August in to Spain, April. So, I'm really tripping. I'm really tripping. Um, this it's April now because it's April. Yeah, that's that's when I'm home. I'm home. Yeah. When do you leave? So you're there for like eight August. months. Eight yeah. months. So you're there for eight months. So eight months. I had it backwards. Eight months out of the four, you guys are there. But then also when you're in the same country, I'm in the same still, region, you guys still are FaceTiming because you don't live in the same city. Yeah. So it's but still kind of. Tr- it's still tr- hard, tr- but it's like it's it's better because like oh I could just pop up to his place and and you know watch his game or surprise him at his place even if it's a couple of days like got it just the the surprising uh each other and uh, love and basketball pretty much <laughs> <laughs> pretty much I can like my long distance was like having a girlfriend at a different school so okay. and I can do that I mean <laughs> so. and it's even hard to just do like a nice gesture like Something cute. I gotta send some shit all the way to Spain 
Um, instead of just sitting in like it's crazy that you're complaining. I've never heard him complain about this kind of shit. I'm just saying this shit is hard. Yeah, true. And even for me, it was harder in Spain because I don't know Spanish, so half the shit if I want to do something nice, I need. But to what's to do it. okay? My question to you is like what? So you already got that challenge of it being long distance. Now with this being your first like real relationship, what Second. other? Who else? Oh shit. Voldemort. <laughs> well, was that real? I don't know. But well, would you consider it to be real? Mm, no. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't very good at it. <laughs> you weren't very good at it. So how can you not count it just because you weren't good at it? You don't think that he would count it as a real relationship? No. No. Okay. <laughs> how long were you guys in a relationship? First of all, we wasn't really like. No, but how long did you like, was, like, was, No, but how many? How long was on it? We was like just on and off, like just. For how long? It wasn't really. No, but for how long? For how long? long? Some years. For how? No, but for how long? I don't know. I don't know. But like your entire college no, no, career. Your, almost your, your entire college <laughs> career, and you don't want to call it a relationship. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> all right, so. Woo! I, was say, I hope like, he never hears that. <laughs> Because I know, like, that, relationships... Listen, Dylan, I hear, I, now I hear what you say. Please take it easy on me. Oh, my God. That's like a dagger in arm. No, this is the first one. She ain't completely hey, erased the nigga. He's going to hear this shit like, damn, I want nothing. <laughs> she has erased that's you. That's not true. That's not hey, I know my, true. Hey, I know my exes be listening to this shit. I learned like, a lot from him. <laughs> like, that nigga lied. It wasn't a real relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he learned a lot from your friends. Hey. <laughs> I can only tell the story from my perspective. So if my exes listen to this shit, oh well. They probably be like, that nigga lying. No, that's how I saw it. That's not like a nigga who lying. <laughs> Is that what happened? That's how I saw it. Yeah, that, I saw it shit. Not that that's the truth. That's guess what happened. That's how I saw it. But <laughs> two things can be true. That's why I, I don't want to say it's the truth or it's not, because just as I felt that way doesn't make it or she When it comes to the truth. But this is the one time nigga. that three things can be true. No, my Your question truth, is... my truth and the real truth. So what's the... Because in my humble opinion, and I'm nobody, I feel like outside of children, raising children, I think the hardest thing in life you can do is be in a relationship. I think it... Like, what do you think is, like, the the bigger challenges of actually, like, being in, like, a steady relationship? Let's say Steady. Like and just trying to build with somebody because like a relationship is more than just like being with somebody. It's like trying to build, and then you already got the distance between y'all. Like what, like other difficulties? I would say like just like normal life. Answering to somebody. We're no. (laughs) (laughs) We're the time that we're apart. We're both growing in different ways separately. Yeah. You know? Um, and then when we get back together... So you don't get that like, you don't get that continuity of like building together because it's like you right here, I'm right here. Yeah. We and doing it's our never own really thing. building together. Yeah. Like we come together for a short period of time and we try to see like what what path you on, what path I'm on. Like let's, let's put it together. Oh, yeah. But we're still growing separately. And yeah. when you're in a relationship, you want to go far. You got to grow together. together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can end up growing apart exactly. as opposed to growing together. Yeah, and but I even start... in a relationship, you grow separately. That's but true. like you said, I'm there for it. I'm, yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah, I'm watching you grow. Yeah. I'm seeing the changes you're making. You don't see what the changes yeah. I'm making, the growth I've made. Maybe I've went backwards. You know what I'm saying? But you can't help me. Yeah, and then too, it's like the accountability. You don't have somebody to hold you accountable for shit. Like you kind of just got to do it all on your own. Like, it's kind of like being single, but not being single. Yeah, basically. It's like, shit, like, damn. Yeah, that's tough, yeah. Woo! More power to you, girl. I'm going strong, baby. I can't do it. (laughs) Shout out to you, Shuby. People can do it, though. Yeah, no, people can do it. I think it's, but for y'all, like, y'all athletes, so it works. Because no matter what, even if y'all live together... You would be gone for an amount of time, whatever. He might go leave and go play somewhere too. So yeah. it's like, it still would have kind of been the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think for you, it's probably easier because you are an athlete. So it's like, you know, 
Y'all spend most of y'all time on the road anyway. Yeah. I think cohabitation would be really hard for you. You think so? Yeah. You share space easy, but you also, like myself, are particular about certain things. No, mm-hmm. I think that too because it's even certain times when I'm like at his place and it just stuff irritates me and I'm just like, I'm leaving tomorrow. So just let him do what he going to do with his spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's definitely going to be a change. But cohabitation is just challenging regardless. It, it really is. Sure. Adding, it's like you already have your own routine. You're kind of adding someone else's routine. Oh, that's when, kind of just around it. That's, that's when the relationship really starts. That's yeah. when you really know you're going to This is make or break it. That's when you really know. If we can't stay together. Because like, now you you learning more about a person. You learning about how they are financially. You learn about how they are like uh, clean, whatever. I don't know, like how clean they are. You know, like all type of shit. Like, oh, yeah. shit, they moods, everything. Yeah, moves, uh-huh. yeah. How you are in the morning at yeah. night. Like, how you switching? Yeah, doing? motherfucker snoring and shit. <laughs> you, already, you already know that. Not. You should already know that, though. Shit, sometimes motherfuckers will hide that shit from me. That's how you hide that fluid. Nigga might not want you to stay tonight. Like, nah, you can't stay tonight. So you ain't never, you never had a nigga sleep. You in a deep one. I say like I always tell people and and this is just my belief um, y'all do whatever the fuck y'all gonna do anyway but I always believe that you definitely should live with the person before y'all get married if y'all oh, have I definitely plans on agree with married. that you have to but some people they don't they go from marriage and then now they shacking up I don't I don't understand how they do that though oh yeah not nah, ain't it you missing so much Ain't it? All right. Um, one one more topic on this marriage I shit. Well, I have a topic shit. that's completely separate from marriage. Though. Uh, no, one more, and then we and we can move on to your topic. Do you guys are there? How can I phrase this question? Do you have any prerequisites like prerequisites for, <laughs> prerequisites for like uh for a guy before you get into a relationship or marriage? Like everybody does. What's give my, me a give me a few. I would have to say, like you need to be stable. Um, stable as far as like your life. Yeah. Financially stable. Financially, <laughs> what was the question? Financially What's stable. That? Prerequisites like, for a guy before you get in a relationship or marriage. It. Okay, I see. Do you have any financially stable? You ain't gotta have hella money. But you need to be able to take care of you yourself. You need to be able to, yeah, you need to be able to take care of yourself. I'm and, add, and be able to add me to your pocket. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, no, I'm just kidding, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course. But that, that's in that You need to take care of two households. Because, <laughs> like, I was thinking about it, like, um, oh, yeah, go ahead. Let me, let, no, let go ahead. Finish. What are you going to say? Because I was thinking, I'm like, guys don't really have no prerequisites for women. Like, women can just come as they are. There's no way. What shit? Name me one. Um, Other than that's not superficial. Niggas want women to have a job nowadays. Yeah, it ain't the same. Most niggas ain't. Men want women to come with something nowadays. Niggas don't give a damn. You know who doesn't give a damn? A man without a job. And you know what he does yeah, give yeah. a damn? When she bring her not having a job ass around too. You know she goes to get a job because both. Oh of yeah, if I ain't got one, you for sure better have both one. Both of us can't be here sitting fuck? around. You if I ain't so got one, you for sure gotta have one. You look so but I always thought about it, like, but I get like why women would have some prerequisites. I get it. Um, I definitely, I mean, you wouldn't want to be with no broke ass nigga. So I get that. But but I always think about it like this: like most of the prerequisites for women is usually like financial. It should be financial. I don't want to take care of no man. What I don't mind. I, listen, I don't mind meeting you and let's working like you said. You don't have everything, but I don't want to come into a situation and it's like you can't even take care of yourself and support you. It's like you don't even have any business trying to focus on what we're doing here. You don't believe in me. You need to focus on you. I believe in you. <laughs> I, want, I want you to believe in you enough to focus more on you. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. So why is it that men are always willing to build up a woman or help build up a woman? That's women are constantly that's building, building men. men. That's what I think. Listen, what? I, no one said that is you had to. That's what I'm saying. By saying that I want you to have something, that's not saying I'm not building with you, I, nigga. I'm saying I don't want you. I don't care if you live with your mom, but can you financially take care exactly. of yourself? That's nothing to do with. What if my mama own. live with me? 
That's, that's, never, that's never true. That's never true. <laughs> that's never true. First off, that's the, that, now that's the first reason I'm going to get away from your lying ass. <laughs> but it's like, what are you doing? Also, like, what are you doing to help yourself? What are you trying to do? Women build with men constantly. For sure. We build, listen, yes. it, women build men so much. How many love songs we hear about this? A woman helps the man get to, we help you reach your pinnacle of success, and then you drop that bitch for a white woman. Yep. Get a white girl, because they know how to constant, treat you better. Black women constantly <laughs> build with men, with black men. Okay, in a sense, what I'm saying is like, it's very rare when a man can come in with nothing, and y'all help build them up. What do you mean? And the only time I see that happening is when I've women... i women take Yes, me. yes, yes. And listen, those women are typically have already been established in life. <laughs> they have a lot going on for themselves. And they're financially able to bring in a guy with no money and just try to build him up into something. So, I but see. how do you expect me to help you build you up and you have nothing? And I'm trying to still figure out what I'm doing. Nigga, shit. But you halfway there. Like, you... So, it's like, you got something to teach me. You got something to show me. So, now if I come in... And I'm not saying that any woman should go for a broke nigga. Because a a nigga, at the end of the day, should have some type of hustle about himself. Mm. Like, you should never be broke. You should be able to go get some money or figure it out. But I'm just saying, in the instance, like, where niggas might be... You know, maybe not got... All right. It's a false narrative, though. No, but think about it like this. Like, every guy around your age... Probably ain't doing shit right now. Mm-hmm, that's fact. And it's not that they don't have it in them to do something. They, they want to hang out with their friends. They just don't got the... I always feel like it's a woman that's going to help you and let let you know, like, show you something bigger. You're like, damn, oh, I could have been doing... Mm. I could have been traveling. I've been fucking hanging out with these niggas. And mm. I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. Let me make a point right now. This is what I mean about a false narrative. All those broke-ass niggas that you're thinking about, don't they have a bitch? Don't they have a woman? Somebody that's trying to be their woman? Probably, yeah. yeah. Always. That's what I mean that's about... You didn't yeah, but they're not building them up. They just want to be with the nigga because he might be cute or some shit. How do you know he's not And now she got a boy, my boyfriend cute First so. off, everything... Is, <laughs> like, like you said, everything is based on attraction, though. Of course I want to be with you because you're cute, but they build with you. I've seen broke women take in broke-ass niggas. Time... You can't sit up here and tell me that you ain't seen... You Come on now. We're from these neighborhoods. You see women taking broke niggas all the time. They don't yeah. have... I don't listen. Women who don't have a pot to piss, nothing, nothing for themselves, will take in the man constantly... A woman, I will see a single mom with kids take in a nigga for real. This shit happens constantly. Well, used to raising kids by herself, so. This is what I mean about women are always, not only are women here to build with men, but women are here to constantly give a foundation to these niggas to build themselves. If I can't build you, what I at least can give you is a foundation to learn to build yourself. And there is nothing you can ask for more than that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying it's not happening, but I'm just saying, like, it's rare when you have, like, a woman who semi got her shit together. And she trying to help bring another nigga up with her. Like, that's... that's I, don't think, just... I don't think it's rare. I think that's common. That's what I'm saying. I think you're trying to... You're trying to use examples of, like, of these... Gr- it's not. When you think about all the everyday relations and all the people that you know all come from, mostly, women who don't really have much of anything, also helping out men who don't really have much of anything, and then building to get to where they are now. That Every relationship I can pretty much think of is like that. I don't know a lot of people who come from... They had all this, and then they meet somebody and not. No. It's always the same. Nah, I ain't rolling with that one. Yeah, I know. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I ain't rolling with that one. Um, uh, moral of the story, don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? <laughs> That's what we got to. <laughs> this nigga's retarded. Didn't you just say the wedding was beautiful? Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. That was a beautiful wedding, though. Shout out to the bride and groom. start with Let's Be Married? That was it. Let's Be Married was literally the intro. How beautiful love is. So, um, I have an issue that is very real. It affected me yesterday, and um, it's something that's really close to my heart. Um, and I feel like black women need to be at the forefront of this issue. I don't know why we're slipping. I think it's really an important cause for us. Some bullshit. No, it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important cause for us. Okay, what is it? Then? It's some bullshit. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, I'm, I, you know, Joe Biden recently. I think he did that climate summit, right? I'm talking about global warming and climate change, and Black women are really the most affected by what's going on in the air because of our hair. Um, it's important. <laughs> it's important. No, seriously. The Climate natural change. air, depending on the weather, the natural air 
is the black woman's worst enemy. <laughs> More than a white man. I want you to understand. But I need to stay inside then. It's a fight against <laughs> we are fighting the environment. This Nigga. is too much. So when it Keep comes to global warming and climate change, black women, we need to be at the forefront of this fight. We need to know what's going on, what the fuck is happening. Because it was been hot and then it's gotten cold. And yesterday my hair was so cute, flexi riding. And then what happened? The the airs just as it gets later at night, you already know it gets colder and it's just like that wet kind of air almost. Mm, it's a that shit poofs us up. This air is damaging our hair. Sounds it's like damaging all of our looks. And the thing is, it affects all of us. Unless you're wearing braids. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When you take them out, you're affected. I don't like, care if your hair is pressed or if you're natural. We are all affected by this. This is a major issue for us. Let's stop sleeping. So what can we do? Sounds we like do our research on global like, warming. What can we do? Climate change. <laughs> how do we we need to be at the forefront of these issues. Nigga, the glaciers the, is melting, nigga. Ain't we need to figure out how to stop it. <laughs> we are already in danger and things are getting worse. We are in spring and my hair is poofing up and this is a crime. We cannot allow but this to happen. I, I, I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to come up with an invention and now you to are make it a billionaire. Hell yeah, come up with something. I don't know what it could be, but come up with something that could help keep a woman's hair maintained during those extreme climate change hours. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one, Dylan. Tell me. We need hey, something. Hair care is. We got to come together big. on that. Yeah, because we're hurting. This isn't right. Like, we are all in a chain link fight. Oh, oh, you know what we can use? You know what we can do? You know what we can make? We can make like that gorilla goo girl. Something like that. Something like that. Her shit was stayed in the same shape, this didn't change at all. This is why we need black women That's to address these issues. Gorilla glue. Sponsor us. We we hey, we can put something together. This is another sign of black men not giving a fuck about black women and our issues. Okay. Her shit was lied and died, but it eventually got fried. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for. We need change. We're ready for change, change, change. Okay. I will fucking run for presidency on this platform. Black women. We need something for our hair. It's a crime what's happening. Right. I feel like global warming getting worse is affecting don't come us out, worse, okay? Don't come outside after 6 The humidity that's happening, fucking us up. Black women, I mean, all y'all can do is go to brunch. We got a curfew. And go home. Anxiety curbing foods. Uh huh. I know that's um, anxiety. But well, that's dessert, foods. nigga. Dessert is anxiety yeah. curbing. Yes. Yeah. Not really. What the fuck do y'all eat when y'all be on y'all periods? Don't y'all eat ice cream and shit? That doesn't have anything to do with that's anxiety. anxiety. What is a period? P-N-A. Oh my god, he didn't say the thing. The thing? Yeah, oh. The other day, Dylan couldn't even say periods because he gonna say, you know, when one of y'all was on y'all thing. Isn't PMS like anxiety? No. It's no. It's a mental state, right? It affects your mental health, no? Okay. It's PMS. It's <laughs> premenstrual syndrome. So that's happening. Yes, that sounds like... It's it, it's hormones. It's hormonal is what it is. More than anxiety. It's hor- all these hormones running through your body is changing. Well, y'all be anxious that's and true. shit, so... Do I be anxious or I just be angry? Do I be angry? Angry! About the same thing. Okay, um, so somebody, oh, um, I just think that anxiety is a big thing right now, so I want to get this in for some people who might need it. Um, so some foods known to help reduce anxiety: Brazil nuts, um, fatty fish. nigga toes. In fatty. case you didn't know, they call them nigga toes. I thought nigga toes was walnuts like <laughs> two years ago. I'm ashamed to say it because I felt like that looked like what they would call nigga toes. So. Nah, it wasn't dark me. enough. Um. Fatty fish, such as salmon, mackerel, sardines, trout, and herring. Um, eggs, pumpkin seeds, dark chocolate, turmeric, um, chamomile, yogurt. Um, are there more? It's a lot more. Desserts. Cake, um, cookies, ice cream, sundaes. Um, green licorice. tea. Um, I have a few more. What's the options that you could keep on go just in case, you know what I'm saying? I'm out and about, and I need that that food. Get me right. Um, keep a little turmeric in your purse. 
I do have somebody. Okay. Um, <laughs> never act stingy. 
Never ask. So rich people, rich people don't are very do these. These are you said these are nineteen things rich they people don't, don't do. do. Yeah, so they don't act stingy. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Never go without a mentor. Now that one. That's facts. One. I, I believe. Yes, that. millionaires are the successful ones because they had a good idea or. How do you find people. a mentor? You, I mean, it depends on who talks to you. If you like somebody and you like what they're doing, that you can add. They become. I, I can be your mentor. I gotta ask a nigga to mentor. Me. <laughs> I can be your mentor. <laughs> what the fuck? Right, you don't have to ask to mentor up, you, but if someone's giving you guidance and counsel, they're just your mentor. You don't. Have to, I don't think you have to say it unless you want to congratulate them at some point. Um. Never focus on the money and um, not on what they love. Huh? So they don't focus just on money. They focus on what they love. Man, man pass, this pass this shit. Pass this shit. Pass this shit. These niggas is lying. Pass um, this they shit. never hate their job. I said I told no, you. Pass it. Next lying. one. Next. They never believe in fate. No. Ne- they get out of here. They never watch too much TV. Get out of here. Never go without a to-do list. <laughs> never resist here. setting goals. Never let fear take over. Never let emotions get in the way. Never go with the flow. Never eat junk food. <laughs> Never skip the gym. The gym? You don't even want to listen to no Never forget about creativity. Never neglect reading. Never sleep in. Never isolate themselves. This is a bunch of bullshit. Never spend money they don't have. Rich people spend money they don't have constantly. constantly. All these niggas going bankrupt and shit. Didn't be, didn't before Kanye hit a billion? Didn't he borrow more than that? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like rich people do spend money that they don't have. That's exactly called taking a chance to yourself. That's how you do get rich. Rich people always spend other people money. This is my point. Um, so yeah, get out of that shit. All right, next. Um, you don't want to hear that. Now you gotta give us so we can pass it, nigga. Um, LA's Brentwood School became battleground in the culture wars. Pass that bullshit. Exactly. Um, after be co- being called liars by Deshaun Watson's lawyer, twelve of the twenty-two clients of Tony Busby will attend the trial. When they say attend, just be there. Like no, they're gonna testify. Oh, they're witnesses. So, you know, because they dropped most of this down for him. Um, they about to sweep this shit It was felony, and now they dropped... They, it was nah, felony because they, didn't, they had to drop it down to misdemeanor. And now it looks bad because about it no 10 of the women don't even want to be president. They don't even want to speak about it, which means um, yes. you don't really know how real it is. They have some bullshit. Um, okay. What you should know about the latest ground turkey public health alert. What? No, I no, this is a serious one actually. It's, pretty, it's salmonella and ground turkey. Like, no, it's salmonella and ground turkey right now. It's yeah, that's all the time. That ain't nothing new. He doesn't like my soy sauce. They do that shit like every, every once a month yeah. or something. Every other month. Eleven healthy morning habits. I was trying to be healthy this week. I Eleven see. Healthy I morning listen. habits. Let's go. Let's see. <laughs> so irritated. <laughs> 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 you see his face? Oh yeah, some some some, some juicy shit. <laughs> No, you didn't like my juicy shit last week. Um, so healthy ways to start your day: drink a tall glass of water. Yep, I heard that before. Drink a cup of hot tea. What if I? You can't start with a forty ounce. Go for a morning walk. I'll call you back, girl. Okay. Eat breakfast. Okay. Practice gratitude. I thought they was gonna say some new shit. How you do that with a prayer? Just yeah, pray. same okay. thing before. Mm-hmm. Or you can write it down. Include protein at breakfast. I write nothing down. <laughs> Plan dinner. I'm, the I'm done with this. In the morning. <laughs> Include at least two food groups at breakfast. Okay. They said breakfast three times Fruit. already. Fruit. Froth a morning cup of coffee. A Starbucks. Do five minutes of yoga. Okay. Stick with the same routine. Man. Sound like they gotta get up at 5 a.m. to do all that bullshit. All right, now here's my good shit now. Um, Pastor has Draymond Green. Players don't um, hear about the charities that the NBA finds go towards. This is a complaint of his. And not just him. I think Matt Barnes complained about this previously. Yeah. I mean, niggas is pocketing Are that money. Are we asking or asking? Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I will ask. Let's go. Okay. Um, ha, ha, ha. So, let you know, go to State Warrior star Draymond Green. Question why NBA players aren't giving aren't given better information about the charities selected to receive money um, from their on court fines. Um, Green says he's been fined over eight hundred and seventy nine thousand during his nine year career. He told Joe Abardon of uh, the Athletic on Thursday. 
that none of the players he's spoken to have any details about the charity choices. This is a quote from him. We've never heard a single thing about it. For years, we've all been told, yeah, the fine money goes to the charity, <laughs> but we don't know. We don't ever hear, yeah, we don't hear anything WBA. about these charities. They should. We don't have any say-so about these charities, nor do you ever hear, oh, your fine money went to said charity. Maybe that is an opportunity to build a relationship with said charity. Honestly, in my opinion, it's just a phantom thing that we've heard for years. We've never seen the benefits of where this fine money actually goes. Um, so they're saying back in 2017, NBA told CNN's Ahiza Garcia that the fine money is collected and then split evenly between the league and the Players Association for distribution to charities for their of their choice. From there, the league puts the money into its NBA Cares program, which features over 30 community partners, and the Players, Asso- and the Players Association designates its half to the NBPA Foundation. In 2018, former NBA forward Matt Barnes, who was fined over 414000 during his career, <laughs> told Ben Gulliver of Sports Illustrated he wanted to take a more hands-on approach to the situation. His direct quote is, um, they took my money and I never knew where it went. And they're taking the money at such a high rate that it should have gone towards something that I wanted. A player, as players, we earned the money. A fifty thousand dollar fine is a shit ton, shitload of money. Let me send that to my nonprofit or one of my friends' nonprofits so that I know it's really making a difference. Which makes sense. Um, Man, give it to the WNBA. The system is set up specifically to prevent any tracing of an individual fine all the way to an individual charity in order to avoid any hint of impropriety. So, more than $6 million has already been collected during the 2021 season per sport track. <laughs> and no one knows where it's going, apparently. No, that's the same shit. We, they get all these companies that... We're gonna put all this money into the black communities. I'm gonna get a hundred billion. I got a hundred million, nigga. Where? Facts. Where? Nigga, I don't see it, nigga. My street is fucked up. It's fucked up. real. You motherfucker. I got one right in front of my driveway. Exactly. <laughs> and our last passer ass Steelers Justin Lane arrest video. Um. Huh? Do you? It's the video, but I I'll tell you What's, the story. Justin Lane of the Steelers, he was arrested. Okay, tell us the story. Um, so the whole thing is about um, this, the audio from when he's in the car. He said, I got one blunt. They asked him if he had drugs on him. No, or whatever. He was like, they acting like I got some drugs. I got one blunt. And, you know, obviously that is drugs. not something that you can, you cannot smoke weed during, uh, while you're playing in the NFL. So do they still even test for that shit? I swear. I they think don't the NFL does but um, they said he was pulled over after the cops. The cops say he was doing 89 miles per hour in a 60 mile per hour zone in his 2020 Dodge Charger, um, and none other than TMZ obviously put this out. He was ultimately arrested and booked on a felony charge of improper handling of a firearm. He had a gun too. I'm so confused. Oh yeah, I did see that one. They they put that during the stop. Officers put him in the back of the patrol car while they searched his ride. I know that they tried to use a black term, right? And that's when Lane got on the phone with some of his friends to talk them through his situation. While on the line, Lane can be heard telling one friend, I'm nervous as fuck, bro. They about to get me. He continued to say, they might get me for the pistol, bro. Why is, why they, oh my God. Why is, you can hear him? Why did he do this where he can be recorded? Um, he later told his friend that he had a blunt in his car. Cops said they eventually found weed residue, a grinder, <laughs> And a loaded Glock 9mm pistol during their search of his car. And that is why he was arrested and booked on felony charge of improper handling of a firearm and a motor vehicle. Niggas. Um, Lane mentioned twice during the stop he was an NFL player. <laughs> Niggas be like, I'm a, they, <laughs> might, they might let me get off. And even at one point, told an officer he played for the Steelers. Um, the Steelers was he in were, Pittsburgh, though? Yeah, when they put him over, it? yeah. Um, Cause nigga, they, they were aware of the situation. Then that shit not gonna work like that. They ain't no fans, nigga. The students that they were aware of the situation. Um, where was he at when this happened? I don't know. It doesn't say. You ain't no fan. Okay. Uh, you know what time it is. Black business of the week. Here we go. I figured it out myself. What did he yo? I found it. Um, so the black business of the week comes from a candle on a love candles go and support this business please mm-hmm. it's called 515 candles you can find it on instagram under 515 candles all spelled out f-i-v-e f-i-f-t-e-e-n and y'all can spell candles god damn it um 
So please follow. These are beautiful hand poured candles. Um, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, like very the, nice jars. The jars, I, yeah. lo- I love it. Um, different shapes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think it's dope. Um, it's pretty amazing. Um, what she has here, I like it. I smelled. Um, I just found out about it yesterday. I smelled it. Oh, I smelled one that was so amazing. So um. Please support. I'm going to go buy mine, too. So, you guys, shout out to 515 Candles. And go buy that shit. Go get your candles. Go run them numbers up. Okay. All right, baby. Take us out. All right. Y'all already know how it go. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. Until next week. Peace, bitches. Bye-bye.